Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Time now for the Garrett Wilson Report brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. Garrett, we pro- you know we got business to get to, but because we're laughing and trying to have fun, we want to also have some fun. Is I it, want you yeah. to do, do, do us both a favor because Barton and I just talked about this moments ago is as you're aware of course not just of everything that the whole world's talking about with your team but there were other, there was other news in the NFL and it included uh Taylor Swift and so it's crazy there are conversations having having right now in households all across America about Taylor Swift's popularity and what it can do for someone and this is do you know Julius Randle yes of okay. course with the yeah. Knicks right this is Julius yeah. Randle and his wife, Kendra, having a conversation and how Julius was listening to his wife and finally said, hang on, enough's enough. So listen to this, and I'd love your reaction. But isn't it crazy how Taylor Swift, like, put Travis Kelsey on the map? Like, no one knew who he was before that? No one knew who Travis Kelsey was? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, crazy. I mean, I saw, like, the podcast on my TikTok sometimes for, like, she put him on the map like no one knew who he like really was. She didn't put that on the map. Who knows who Travis Kelsey is? Yeah, every football fan in the world and outside of football, a lot of people knew who he was. He had a own, his own TV show on E. Like his NFL player. That's what, how you feel about this? That's disrespectful, right? I mean, I gotta be real though. That's how a lot of people think, man. And that's that's the. That's what it is. You know, they do think like that. Now, is she completely wrong? Yes, she wrong. But people do think like that, man. I know some people, she's not She's not completely wrong, actually, though. Because some people didn't know, you know, that's that's Travis Kelsey and that's Taylor Swift. She had, he, he probably had like two mil, two, two and a half mil. He's going to have like 10 mil by the time the season's over. Okay. So, as far as following, you know, stuff like that. It's just a different ball of wax when you get someone like that involved. You so, know? so so Michael Parsons says that everybody should go out and level up with with a girl like that. But you ain't getting leveled up like that with Sexy Red or with Shorty. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you Outside of Rihanna, you can't level up outside of that. Unless no, you yeah, that's it. a rare breed. You can't do that. You're right. It's not just that's not just uh, what they say. Many fish in the sea. Unless you look in. I got one for you. I got one. So. Yeah, I got one for you. I got one for you. So yeah. I, I, and she's available. Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go back, Giselle. Somebody got to yeah. go. Really? Somebody got to really? go back, Giselle. All right. We've had enough fun. <laughs> Let's get to the conversation. We're talking with Garrett Wilson. I'll, I'll have you react to more sound. Let's do it that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, you certainly know who Joe Namath is, right, Garrett? I do. Okay. You might not have heard this. You might have heard this. This has been all over the place since yesterday when Joe Namath was on the Michael K show. I, I just want you to hear what the greatest Jet of all time had to say about your quarterback. I don't believe in him. I don't believe he has a future as a good player. And I think they made a wrong choice when they drafted him. I feel that way. He has some athletic ability, but you've got to have something up here that's going on whenever you're studying, reading, playing out there. Sitting down, throwing the book, it's ridiculous. You've got the wrong people playing and picking them. Your reaction? Um, I mean, I really, really no reaction. You know, obviously we love, we love Joe Namath and, and the Jets facility. We love everything he did for the New York Jets, man. That's, that's, um, something that really doesn't even need to be said. Um, but we do. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, he, he's got, 
the right to an opinion or the right to feel how, you know, any type of way. Um, but, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't, and he does know though, cause he did, he did play. He knows that every single day we're putting in work to get, to get to that point where we want to be. That he knows that we're trying to build something. He knows that, you know, 15 days ago, we, uh, we had a big, big thing happen that changed um, the way we we're going to go about things this season. So, you know, I, w- I would say that, I would just say that uh, my reaction is, is not much. You know, I don't, I don't really put too much thought into that. That's always going to be there. There's always going to be people that don't, um, you know, believe or whatever it may be. I hope um, we find a way to use that as ammunition, you know, and, and one day that, that John Davis can admit that he was wrong, you know, and that we make, make, we make him eat his words, man. That's that's what it comes down to, you know. But at this point, he's the, he has the right to, to have an opinion, man. And that's, um, you know, I got people that say that about me, I'm sure. Um, so, you know, that that's the reality of the game we play. People are going to have opinions and, and um, yeah. But like I said, man, we, we love Joe Namath. We love, but we love Zach too, man. And, and we're confident in Zach. So um, I'll say that. Now it's crazy, right? Because this is just the beginning and the indication of just the noise. Right, you guys had a lot of positive noise, and it swings both ways in New York, and it swings quickly. Mm-hmm. Right, the Yankees understand that, the Knicks understand that, everybody that plays here understands that. How are you guys trying to combat the noise, and how are you guys trying to avoid the noise to focus on the main thing? Because you guys have, we, we're people, right? And it's different from when I was playing. You can't hide from like the negative criticism that happens, and there's a lot of other teams out there. Like nobody's even talking about. The, 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 you know, a 70 burger being put on the Broncos, right? Nobody's talking about the 0-3 start from Minnesota, but everybody's going to want to chime in on you guys and where you guys are at. How are you guys staying together, and how are you guys trying to fix this? Yeah, man, it's never it's never been about that. The outside knows it's never been about it when it was good news. It's never been about it when it was when it was bad news. Um, it's never been about that to us, man. And, and when you when you play this thing and you when you have you know aspirations for for a dream, you know we tell people we tell the media, you know, whenever we tell them in the in the um, in training camp that is. But that's that's us talking, you know, that's us talking to each other, talking to through the media. It's never been about that. Um, we know what we have in that room. We know that we have the ability to to still go after everything we aspire to. You know, when this season started. Um, you know, it, it seems like it's. Um, I mean, people are making it out to be we own seventeen, but the reality of it is that we want we run into with everything in front of us that we that we want, man, and, and complete control of our destiny. So, with that mindset, bro, we we come to work every day, and um, you know, you can't really you can't really worry too much about the people that aren't coming to work with you, you know, because at the end of the day, where they're going to be on Sunday when you need that last play of the game, when you need that that rep when you need him to win his one-on-one, you know, those aren't the people that are going to be doing it, man. And it's never been about them. Um, with that said, you know, we love our fans and the fans make us who we are. Um, but as far as people naysaying or, or um, I, you know, honestly, I forgot what the question was initially, but. Well, it's about but, um, protect, it's, protecting the outside noise, right? The outside noise. Yeah, yeah, and how yeah, you guys yeah. stay yeah. sheltered with each other and bunker in. Because only you guys believe in you guys, or, or, or only right. you guys believe in your quarterback and the ability to, to win games. Because we know what the schedule is, and we saw what happened last year when the bottom fell out, and people are predicting that hey, you guys got to have a sense of urgency because it can get late real early here. No, you're right. You're right, and it can get late real early, and that sense of urgency is 
um, has been there. You know, I like to think it's for me personally. I know it's been there, but um, but yeah, I mean, also I don't let that skew the fact that it is. There's still 16 weeks of the season, 15 weeks left, and uh, we got some time to to make right. We got some time to prove a lot of people wrong, and then that's what we plan to do, man. This is this thing isn't over yet. And I'll tell so, you uh, what, it, I'm sorry, and we're talking with Garrett oh, Wilson. Did. Garrett, I, I will tell you as, again, somebody I've been in this, this market in the media for over 20 years, right? Don't take the idea that there is frustration on the sidelines as that's a bad look. We shouldn't do that. As you said, sometimes like the fans need to see that you care just as much. So while it's important for you guys to have the front of you being united, like Aaron Rodgers was just talking about earlier this morning about showing some poise and not having those moments, I kind of disagree with Aaron. I think when you are struggling, it's okay to show frustration. It's okay to let people know, like, I care about this. Like, I don't want to lose. Like, you told us last week about how you've had to inherit the 14 in a row, which is now 15 in a row. Like, that's got to matter to you as players. That's important. But there's also some things that have to be understood, and I want you to understand it from, our, from, from again, fan perspective, media perspective, and everything else. What we've seen so far out of your quarterback, out of Zach Wilson, is, is substandard. For a team that had high expectations. And you said after the game, you know, that's my dog. Like, that's my guy. Like, you said those words. And so my question to you is, using this as your way of talking to fans, there's no one here to cut the video down. There's no one here to just use one piece of your quote. You control this right now. So I'm going to ask you, he can be your friend. He could be your dog. But why do you feel like then that, that he is still the right guy for, for you and for this team? Yeah, man, because I see how he's, I've known him. First of all, I've known him for for a year and a half at this point. And um, I know where we started and where we're at now. Um, I see how he goes about things on a day-to-day basis, you know, in the facility throughout the week. You know, uh, us as teammates, we all see it. Um, and it, and it's different than than when it started. You know, as far as the the, the product we're putting on the field, that's that's going to happen. You know, this, this uh, thing with Zach, you got really accelerated really fast, man. And that um, people oftentimes take, you know, don't think of the human nature side of this thing, bro. It's 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 um it's a lot for people to prepare for one thing, and then all of a sudden you got to flip the switch to another thing. As far as the people around you that are directly involved with what the product you're going to put out on the field, by the way, you know. So like Zach, Zach um is a is a huge piece of of his success but he's not the only piece of his success or failure you know and that goes with me as well you know there's a lot of people that that play into this thing and and um and he and, and man he's uh he's built for it i'm confident in that man it's just it's going to take it could be this week you know that's that's it, you know I, what i want to say it's going to take time i don't know i don't know what it is you know i don't know yeah, yeah. but um but I'm confident that, you know, it's going to be this week, you know, and that's how I approach it every week, you know, and I know that's how Zach approaches it this week, but I want you all to know that, you know, it's all of us as a whole, you know, it's a holistic thing. We, we, um, we have a great group and, and we hold each other to a high standard and, and no one's harder on us than we are. You know, we, we know that we're not putting what we want to out on that film, but we also know what we, what we capable of, you know, what we personally are capable of. And that's why it's so frustrating because, because you get grouped in with whatever it may be, but we know that we can play, man. So it's it's time that we prove it. You know that's that's what it comes down to. But um, and y'all have the right to feel. You know how y'all feel, man. I, I, 
But, um, but yeah, that's how we feel about it. To piggyback on what Allen said, I think one of the most defining moments of last year was when Quentin Williams went, you know, Tropic Thunder. He went off on the sideline last year and said, put it on us. And that mm-hmm. was the pivotal point in his play and also the play of the defense last year. So to echo his sentiments, emotion on the sideline, I think is sometimes necessary and sometimes key. Uh, but to, to, to go back, you know, you said that he's going to get better and we believe that he's going to get better. Will he get better in enough time for you guys to salvage this season? Because we understand the opponents that you got coming up. And when you guys watched the film on Monday, how many opportunities did you guys see that was lost and missed to be able to change the narrative of what we're talking about today opposed to if you guys could have made those plays that was there? Were there plays there that were just missed? Or was it just that you know it just wasn't there and you guys didn't execute enough? Um, I mean, there's always plays to be made that you leave out on the field, and and those ones, you know, may keep you up. But but for the most part, man, we uh, you know, we didn't we didn't feel like we didn't we just feel like we didn't play to our standard, man. We didn't we felt like as a whole we didn't we didn't um, take the field the way we should have. We didn't we didn't execute the way we should have as far as our plan and what we had. We didn't get open enough. Um, you know, we we truly believe that we got to paint these clean pictures, and we didn't do a great job of that as far as our route tree and and the concepts we're putting on the field um, is what I mean when I say clean picture. And we didn't do that, especially against these great defenses like New England. It was really um, opportunistic, you know, defenses like New England. Um, you know, so for us, watching that film is like, okay, we we did this, but all of it is the same things that, you know, we did when we beat Buffalo are the same things that are coming up now as far as, why we may lose, even when we won the game, you know, and, and um, it's our job now to just clean them up completely because it's, it's been too long. We got to clean those things up. Um, but yeah, man, we're, we left some plays on the field and, and depending on who you, who you ask, they might say they put it on themselves. They might put it on whatever, but, but um, we definitely left some plays on the field and that's point blank period all around all the position groups. How good is um, Gonzalez? How good is Gonzalez? Cause like, is he, you, you go against arguably the best corner in the game. How good is he as far as his patience, you know, his his physicality? He looks like a big guy. I don't know how big he is, but he showed tremendous patience. And this two weeks in a row, it looks, you know, from the stats that he did a good job on you in the week before Tyreek Hill, and you would be two of the better receivers in the game. Um, Yeah, man, he's, he's a good player. Um, Yeah, no, he's a really good player. He's got a good frame um, and run. You know, he's a good player, man, but uh, yeah. But there were plays. Seems like it seemed yeah. like you could have put some barbecue chicken yeah, on. Yeah, there were plays. You said like that. And that's I, that's I, why that's I, wanna, no, I don't even mean it like that. <laughs> no, you know, but, I'm, I'm, I, I only do my, I just do my job, and that's that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm saying when I it, say, you know, there's things that are my success, Zach's success, anyone's success on the team is is, you know, you want you wish it was fully in your hands, but the reality of it is, it is, it isn't. Right. And uh, and you know, you do your best to make sure that you're ready for whatever you know your job description is, but you're, you're going to yeah. do your job description. Um, yeah. he, he did a good job of stopping mine, so I'll say that. Garrett, last week you said something. We were talking about Sauce and, and how you know they don't travel him around and stuff, and you said something, I, I believe, along the lines of, we don't want to let the other team off the hook. Something along those lines. Like you said, that's like a saying you guys have, is whether it's don't make it too easy for the opponent. I, don't, I know I'm not getting it exactly right, but essentially that's what you're talking about. And, and it feels like against the Patriots – Offensively, I think you left them off the hook. You, you almost made it at times too easy for them uh, as far as the Patriots go defensively. And so I'm going to ask you a question, a, a simple one here. What, you know, because you said you, you believe in Zach, you want to move, forward, we'll go forward, just got to keep getting better. So I'm sure there's things you guys talk about. What do you need 
out of Zach Wilson. Is there something that you've said to him, whether it's just give me a little more time, give me that extra tick? I believe Aaron Rodgers used to say about Devontae Adams, I know, I just got to give him like one extra second before I get on to the next progression. Is there something like that that you need more from Zach Wilson that you've already talked to him about that you're hoping will make a difference? Um, I mean, nothing specific, man. I don't want him to to think of me as look at me more, nothing like that. I don't try and say things like that, but, um, you know, I do make sure to echo the look that I'm getting when I think it's a one-on-one and his man covers, you know, I, I, I make sure I say something. Um, and, 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 and that's, you know, really it, you know, I don't say I need anything from him specifically, man. He, he's, um, I just want him to be the best version of him. And I'm confident if that is the case, you know, we'll, 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 uh, be in a good spot. You know, I, I, um, yeah, but you know, I make sure not to to cloud anything up or mess up, you know, his his progression, whatever it may be, man. You know, I trust in, in what they've done. Um, but like, but I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there, you know, if you need me, and that's that's what I want him to always know. Um, as far as on the field, you know, I'm gonna be there if you need me. I mean, you're you're a very unselfish receiver in a position that traditionally is a selfish position. Keyshawn Johnson, and, just give me and, the damn ball, and, and understanding that. You're the number one. And whether it's Debo Samuels, who's a fan of yours, right? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Devontae Adams, who's a fan of yours, when it's one-on-one, whether it's perceived that you're covered or not, that ball is going there. Whether it's Jamar Chase, which we saw yesterday. Like, where do you get to that, right? Because I feel like Zach struggles with if he doesn't see it open, then he, he doesn't throw it open. But when you're a true number one receiver, which you are, and you're a tremendous receiver, you deserve those opportunities. So how do we get to seeing those opportunities when it is one-on-one? Because when it's one-on-one, let's be honest, that the odds of it being intercepted by a cornerback is low. He's just trying to survive and knock the ball down, not having incidental contact. It's when it's going into double coverage and he has safety help that the ball can be intercepted. So I'd much rather see you get a ball that's contested 50-50 and so you, you can continue to show to everybody, like you did when you got the touchdown pass, that was really considered covered, but you made the play. So how do you guys get to that? And how do you guys get to being able to make it simple? Because it seems like Zach and your your old buddy, Justin Fields, are going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. They're getting a lot of coaching, and they can't play free because they don't believe in themselves yet because they're overthinking everything. Yeah, Um you know, I'm not in the I'm not in the room when they when they go through their progressions or their installs or what they're telling Zach to look at when Garrett's running this route. Um, I, I I'm not in there, and you know, do I think it would be whatever beneficial, or whatever for me to be or us to be, be as a receiver group? Maybe, yeah. yeah, I do, but um, I'm not. You know, so I don't know. Um, I just know I play off game feel, and I've been playing this game for a long time, man, and. And I used to play on, I used to play quarterback. And, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I don't know how to wear this. I gravitated towards, you know, the dudes that I, that I knew was going to make me look good, man. And that's really, you know, if I could throw a six yard ball and it might get 30, then I'm going to do it. And, and, um, that's how I looked at it, man. I'm, I'm really, um, a simple person, man. I swear. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like 
if it's one-on-one, let's throw it. And um, that's how I've been. I've, I've got away from that because these corners are really good, man. These corners are really good. These but they defenses can't, are but really they good. Can't, it might look but, like one but, but, they can't, but they can't catch. And we saw that with Sauce getting hit in the face with the football. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> so let's keep but it. No, they do a great job of disguising looks and making it look one-on-one when it's not. You know, And that's how I feel. You know, That's the confidence in my ability. That's how I go about my, my business. And that's how – that's why I think I am who I am because I've always had that. You know, this dude can't – you know, if I'm covered, it, it ain't as covered as it look. You know, that's that's how my mindset on it was. But, um, you know, it's at, at this level you have to earn that right. You know, I haven't I haven't earned that right yet in our offense. And and um, at some point, you know, I'll continue working to, to earn that right to, to um, you know, get some of those opportunities because I think – Whenever they come, I'll make more of them than I, than I want. And um, as a whole, you know, it'll benefit the whole team. And um, But, yeah, man, it takes time to earn that right. People earn that right, and I haven't earned that yet. So uh, you, um, you, until you've, it starts happening, you know, I haven't earned it. And, and I'll keep working until that point. You've, you've earned it in our You're eyes. Just, just so you know, you've earned it yeah. in our eyes. When you put that finger up, that's t- that's, that should be throw the ball to me. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. I don't care where it is. I got him. And listen, maybe we maybe we discover something that we created a solution now. Maybe you guys should be in the same room at the same time. You know, I know these are things and little things that people don't really think means a lot, but it really does when you when you're hearing what he's being coached. So you can also accelerate because he's under way more pressure than you are. You're you're able and capable to to operate at a much higher level at your position than he is. So you can help him out because if you see certain things, you can say, "Hey, I'm ready. Help remember, me help you. Yeah, remember this, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's something that you guys should try to do is, is get each other in the same room. I know it was important for us to to get some of the D linemen in there so they can understand what we expect them oh, to do on some it, of our blitzes. As far as me and Zach, no, me and Zach are going to do that for sure as far as getting in the same room. But um, just the way our days are formatted and stuff like that, you know, we don't – as a receiver room, we don't get to damn. go into the quarterback meet. You know what I mean? And damn, vice versa. Damn, damn CBA. Damn CBA. No. See, y'all wanted it easy. <laughs> y'all wanted it easy. Y'all wanted to go home and less contact. And now y'all can't get on the same page because now hey, it's don't a get fine. it twisted now. <laughs> don't get it twisted though. We still ain't at home that much now. <laughs> still a long day. Hey, Garrett. You know what, um, saying, uh, Bart? <laughs> what was what was Bart a couple of weeks ago described to us after the Giants were were just embarrassed by. Uh, the Cowboys. He described to us just what that Monday is like, yeah, and how what you have to go through, Not a fun and day. how how fans feel it, and they're miserable all day. But for the players, you got to watch that horror film all over again. Like, can you describe to everybody listening what yesterday was like at one Jets drive, and the mood and everything that maybe we don't see as fans and media of what. A day like that, where you got to watch that film, you got to live it. You you're hearing everything that you're hearing and all that stuff. What was yesterday like at Florham Park? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's one of those days where um, you can go about it with a completely wrong mindset, or you can go about it with the right mindset. And you can the right mindset would be self reflecting, just just being as hard as you can possibly be on yourself. Because um, otherwise, you know, you're wasting time. What are you gaining if you're trying to point the finger? If you're trying to if you're trying to find out, oh, he did this on this play, which is why it didn't work. But if you just focus on your technique and the way you played, your effort level, um, that's the way you get something out of those days. You know, for me, it's often watching my technique, watching why I got out of that break like that versus this one like that and how it, how it affected the the DB. Um, in specific, you know, Gonzalez, you know, I'm watching so I can have an idea of how I want to, um, you know. Rematch. Attack him next Yeah, attack him on the next next time we play. Um 
just things like that, man, because, you know, this this league is a copycat league. You're going to see it again if it worked on you. You know, if it worked on you, you're going to see it again. And um, knowing what you're putting out on film so that you can maybe think of a counter to the one move you did show. You know, things like that. Just um, it's a truer self-reflection day, man. But it, it does suck a little bit. But these are the days that you got to those are the days you got to get up on just, you know, just as easy. You got to pop up out of bed ready to go, um, you know, have a hard day and look in the mirror and be hard on yourself because, uh, you know, the mindset we have is that if we're going to get to where we want to be, you know, that's how it's got to be. We oh. all got to find out how was, we can be the best version of ourselves, you know. I, I was telling you can always tell who had who had a bunch of minuses by when you're walking down the hallway and the coach look at you like, this mother. <laughs> 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 no eye contact. Yeah, yeah, no eye contact. They look at you like, this mother. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. No, that's real. Us. You got a good game. All of a sudden, everybody's saying hello to you. You got a bad game with you. Like this, walk through the hallway gonna be a little quiet. Like this month. <laughs> gonna be quiet. But yeah. but as I mentioned, Garrett, the frustration part of it, while you know, and it's people that that saw you on the sideline and saw other people on the sideline, and you know, whatever is being said, whatever is being done, and all that stuff. A lot of times, players, and I think also organizations, they worry about, oh, what's that going to look like? How are we going to look? What's a listen to me? A lot of times, the fans need the show. They knew they, they need to, like it's all right you know people do argue friends do get mad at each other it it does happen and then you figure it out and you work it out and go forward and I think that stuff you should never hide from that it's not to say you should be yeah. demonstrative but when it's genuine it's okay and so when someone asks you about like we were just talking about it when it's asked of you it's like it's all right to say yeah you know what I was pissed off like I didn't like that play I didn't like that I didn't like that yeah. you know I I thought this was here I didn't like the play call. It's okay to say stuff like that. I never understand why organizations run away and try to hide from things that the rest of us all saw. There's 83,000 of us. I was there. I was soaking wet, 40-yard line, right behind your bench. I mean, there's a lot I saw. And it's like, we all see it. Just acknowledge it and understand that we're not stupid. We see it. We know you guys are frustrated, that you're mad at each other. And if you weren't mad at each other, I'd probably be more upset. I'd rather see you mad. No, that's real. I mean, that's real. I'm glad you said that, man, because – because I've, you know, I've always played this game with passion, um, with passion to win, with passion to take advantage of, you know, whatever look they get. Because at the end of the day, I, I'm lining up against a dude that, at the end of the day, I got to be honest with myself and be like, did I win my matchup or did I not? You know, there's, there's, um, especially once you get to this level, you know, and and I, you know, it, um, that's just what it is. But, but, uh, you know, you, I, I have that talk with myself at the end of each night, and and. Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it comes with the ball, but it doesn't have to be with the ball. It could be with, you know, just the matchup, you know. And um, last night, I didn't feel good about it, you know. So that's that's the reality of, you know, then there's things I don't feel good about it during the game. and But how can we take advantage of the look that they are given? And, and that'll bring out energy. You know, it's it's a lot of different things, man. And, um, yeah, like you said, man, I'm happy you said that just because we are human and we are we do want to win. We are competitors. I know how I feel about it. You know, it's. When I'm out there, bro, it's I don't even really know myself when I'm out on the field playing. You know, that's just the reality of it. But so, so maybe the one I know where it comes from. I know why I am the way I am, just because of how I grew. You know, I know how it is, but it's a whole different side of me. You know, so um, looking back on that, I'm like, oh, maybe I could have been less demonstrative. But when I'm out there, man, I'm not thinking like that. Let's let's win the game. Let's take advantage of this look they're getting, and and I want to be on the same page, man. No one wants to 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 take advantage of the look they're giving or be on the same page more than more than me. I promise that. And uh, I think my teammates know that, but sometimes it may come off the wrong way. That's all. 
We got to go, right, Alan? Yeah, we do have so to it's go. It's amazing, it, though, that he got his whole room decked out in Jets. I mean, that's commitment to the, to the cause that. and to the organization, oh, man. man. Come on, man. It's amazing that you got the Jet pillows and everything, boy. You, you get that game. You get that gang green action on the gang green bed, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> How we do, baby? <laughs> Garrett. Listen, man, some days are diamonds, some days are rocks, right? And that's how you have to fight through each one. So we appreciate you today. We wanted to have a couple laughs at the top, but the insight, of course, is always valuable. Thanks so much for the time, my man. Man, appreciate y'all, man. Every time I get to hop on with y'all, I appreciate it. So I'll talk to y'all soon. You got it. it. Garrett Wilson, the Garrett Wilson Report, brought to you by Corona. Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Also brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone. It's for savings. At Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram, they're overstocked with Jeep Wrangler 4XE models and all must go. Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey, or shop online at SansoneJeep.net. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.